Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to After Work Drinks, the weekly podcast brought to you by two journalists and best friends, Isabel Truman and Grace O'Neill, who debrief on the week that was over a bottle of red wine or Skype in this occasion. Yes, our first international edition of After Work Drinks is here. (laughs) Yeah, after a few technical difficulties, we think we're recording. Yes, so I'm dispatching from London, England. Well, Izzy is back home in the Sydney. <laughs> yeah, I'm in my flat. It's 12-hour time difference, which is being difficult. Yeah, so I've had a wine. Grace has, I presume, not. I was thinking about it, but I was like, it's too weird. Like, it's too much dedication to the show to get, like, slightly drunk at 9am. Yes. Yeah, so how is London Fashion Week? Uh, it's amazing. It's been, I feel like I should be like, uh, it's okay, but it's, it's fucking sick like it's been so fun it's been so busy like I I got it was a 27 hour flight I got here at seven in the morning I didn't tell my dad who lives in London that I was coming so it was a big surprise I went straight to his house and he cried which was really cute oh, yeah I keep messaging and asking you how the surprise went and you keep ignoring me I literally haven't had one minute for the last I feel like I've been here for like six months like I just haven't I got here at 7 a.m was out at work stuff until like 10.30, was up the next day at 8 and sat back at midnight. Like it's just been the craziest few days. Um, so Not I just – any sympathy. <laughs> so I just met your dad on Skype just then. Yeah. And I, um, I know that it sounds ridiculous, but I was just so shocked that he has a British accent. I know. It's weird, hey? Yeah. Yeah, English dad. It's been so nice. I booked us a Airbnb in – 
like central London for two nights so we could have like a bit of a sightseeing couple of days um and it's like kind of dodgy (laughs) everything's just so expensive I felt like I'd invested in a really amazing one as a treat and like last night there was just like a street fight out the window like (laughs) I feel like the central city anywhere is just dodgy it's super weird and Mm. it's just like it's tiny like I understand that you know apartments aren't cheap but I was like oh okay so it feels a bit less glamorous than I thought but Mm. it's been amazing I have some good like fashion week anecdotes so I've been saving for you so obviously the first one is the Beckhams which yes oh my god I felt I really guilty being there I was like Izzy deserves to see this like (laughs) I know David (laughs) Beckham is the love of my life and also like I would I would either go out with David or Romeo like equally (laughs) doesn't matter which one (laughs) Which, which one is he? He's like 15. <laughs> Future Romeo. Yeah. Romeo in 10 years. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I uh, that the sh- that show was amazing and I was sitting across from her parent, like her mom. Oh, my God. Like, which was super cute. And then David and the kids walked up past me and, like, stopped and they all, like, stopped and kissed and said hello to the mom. So I was, like, very... So did you see Harper's uh, little um, Bob? Oh, I, I didn't recognize Harper because I was like, "Who's that child?" Because she had the little Anna Wintour Bob, um, and then I realized it was her. Like afterwards, I don't know who else I thought was there with. <laughs> Who's that random six-year-old girl? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was pretty cool. Brooklyn Beckham had on that weird sort of page boy cap. I hate how he wears that. His girlfriend's beautiful, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. As I walked out, there was like I wanted to get photos, but it felt a little bit like naff to do like the people yeah. that were stopped for them I was like oh you just like you just don't have credibility so I had to press pause on that but they <laughs> um as I walked out he was introducing his girlfriend to like a bunch of people she's so pretty He's like oh if you met my girlfriend oh if you met my girlfriend and I was like interesting yeah she's very beautiful and then the other thing was I'm here for the international Walmart prize and uh, when I was at that show, I just looked to the right and Colin Firth was there as what? a special guest. Yeah. Oh, he my did, God. Like, judge the, I know. He judged the menswear. And where it was announced was, like, like there's got to be some pictures on the internet of, like, him here and, like, me a second behind him because he was, like, announcing it right in front of us. And I must have just been, like, like just staring. so good. I know. He's, like, the loveliest person. I'm so handsome. I always feel like you have to just pick between him and Hugh Grant, but not in real life. You don't. Not in real life. <laughs> you can life. like them both. Neither. Yeah. I'm team, I would be team Colin first. Really? So. Mm. Oh, for sure. That was very exciting for me. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm like uh, a Hugh Grant through and through. Except for yeah. when he said, except for when he fucking wrecked Notting Hill for me and said that he didn't like kissing Julia Roberts because her mouth was big. What? Like, you should be so lucky. What are you talking about, Hugh? Yeah. He's honestly, yeah, that's really random. And then Joan Collins was at Erdem, but I didn't see her. And then I was meant to go to a show yesterday where Camilla was, but I didn't go. What? I know. I wish you went she last just, year when the Queen was sitting front row. You know how the Queen went last year? Yeah. yeah. So it's like a Commonwealth fashion thing. So every year when they do it, a different royal comes. Mm. Camilla's like the dud. 
I know. I was. I'd heard that Camilla was the royal, and I was kind of like, I believe that. Even though I would have loved to have seen her because it's like so crazy. But yeah. anyway, kind of it. It's all been pretty amazing. There's been like a fair share of like emotional drainage when you walk out of a show and all the photographers like put their cameras down. I know, but like we have learned now. Like, we've learned now after years of thinking about how ugly we are and how shit our outfits are and how we don't belong there <laughs> that, like, most of the people who get photos taken are the ones that actually just stop and stand in front of the t- photographers and stare yeah. at them until, until someone takes a photo. And, like, I commend them on that, but I'm just too scared. And it's, like, it's really – I've even noticed, like, looking at how people do it. Like, people walk down the street and when they see a photographer taking a photo of them, they'll literally, like, just – start pouting or like move their body into a position or like the, and it just looks so posy and awkward but then obviously the pictures look nice so yeah. you kind of have to like they're obviously pros and they just know that they'll like sacrifice their dignity for like 15 seconds but then they'll get a bazillion nice photos of themselves or people do i've noticed here come out of a show and pretend to say goodbye to each other for ages just so that people take their photo so mm. they're like oh i'll see you soon like kiss each other on the cheek and they'll be like, wait, what are you doing tomorrow? And then they like are holding up the whole crowd getting out because they just want people to take photos of them as like a duo. Perfect. We have to do that. Yeah. I know. I know. Good tactic for the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's been, it's been pretty, it's been pretty awesome. So do you want to hear about my week? Yeah. So I have become obsessed with younger. I don't like younger. Why do you like it? Did we already talk about this on the podcast? No, we talked about it in real life when you loaned me your jacket last week. Oh, yeah. Okay, (laughs) because I was like, fuck, here we go. No, um, so you haven't given it a proper go. You just haven't. And I know that for a fact because you like fucking Riverdale or you watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, So the first episode, I was sort of like, oh, it's a bit crap. And then the second episode, I was like, oh, it's getting better. And then, you know, when you just realize that you're, like, so hooked that I'll be sitting at work and, like, wondering when I can next watch it. Really? Really? Yeah. It's really I good. I feel like all the stars should have been aligned for me to like it. Like, it's the creator of Sex and the City. Yeah. It's just, like, this. it's dumb. I was like, this doesn't make sense. I don't believe it. It but, does. But, like, there are so many shows that I watch like that that I love, so. Yeah. No, it's so, for anyone who hasn't watched it, it's on Stan. And it's been around for ages, so like everyone probably has watched it. But I got kind of put off by the fact that it was Hilary Duff, um, and about so like the whole show is based around a forty-year-old woman who goes back to work after having, after being a stay-at-home mum for eighteen years. So it's basically till her daughter leaves home, she tries to go back to work. She's just gotten out of a messy marriage, um, and she tries to go back to publishing, but everyone in publishing is like, "You're way too old. What have you been doing? Like, there's no jobs for you." So then she pretends that she's 26 and she goes in and starts being an assistant for at a, at a publishing house and has to keep up this lie of being 26. It's pretty good. And it's, <laughs> it's pretty good. And yeah. it's funny because, like, I'm always like, she. the thing with her is you could find, I don't know if this is a very anti-femme thing to say, but you could find someone who looked more 26 that was 40. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, that's what I mean. I was like, no one in their right mind would believe this woman is 26. Like, Yeah. She doesn't really look 26. But, like, my friend who's, like, 35 
still gets ID'd every single day. She looks like she's about 16 years old. And I'm like, why didn't you just enlist Laura? So I really think that you would like it. And I think that our listeners okay. would like it. And it's like now, because Anton at first was like, please turn this crap off. But you know, when you yeah. just persist and they're sort of like watching it in the background, now I know he's into it. He would never say it, but he's fine. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'll give it one more go. Yeah. How many episodes do you think I need to watch? Just like three. Okay. And yeah, I think I only watched one. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And the other fucking huge thing that happened today, obviously, Karl Lagerfeld passed away. Yeah, that was so. That was so massive. Like, yeah. Like here with all the people being at all the shows, it was like this big, like weird vibe. Yeah, because it happened late here. It happened at like, I think the news broke at like ten thirty or eleven p.m. So I was like asleep, and I woke up in this fucking frantic panic at like four a.m. because my phone kept going off. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I got. I was speaking to someone, and they were on their phone, and they were like, "Oh my god, Carl!" And then I was like Instagramming and doing all the work stuff. It's crazy. Um, it's um, it's probably the biggest. Like we used to say at work, like things like we'll be fine to be off this weekend unless something crazy like Carl Lagerfeld dies. Like it was like the thing that you said to explain the biggest thing that could happen to fashion. I know it was huge. It was like. Wild. I was, like, delegating, like, a fuck, fucking army sergeant at 4 a.m. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and then the other huge thing that happened today is Chloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson, and Jordan Woods. Yeah, okay. You need to fill me in on this because I've kind of just woken up to the memes and I haven't really, like, digested the story. So, firstly... Like, I were... get it, but I don't. Okay. So, there were reports this morning that Chloe Kardashian had finally broken up with Tristan Thompson, and then it emerged that the reason she'd broken up with Tristan Thompson is because he had been he'd hooked up with Jordan Woods, who's Kylie's Jenner, Kylie Jenner's like twenty one year old best friend. And then, so this is how the story goes: they all went to a Drake, <laughs> they all went to a Drake concert, and they were like yeah. backstage or whatever. And apparently, Jordan and Tristan were like quite flirty all night, and like he had his arm around her and stuff. But like you could always, that could be read as like. He, she's part of the family and whatever. They know each other really yeah. well. But then um, they all went back to Tristan's house and a person who was there said that it was, like, way more than friendly. He was all over her. And I think at one point they were kissing. And then Jordan was caught leaving his house at 7 a.m. the next morning. Oh, a classic. Yeah. And, okay. And has, did I see that Khloe Kardashian confirmed it? Like So she- um, Tristan Thompson tweeted fake news then he deleted that, and then Malika, Chloe's best friend, commented something like, like, truth or something about, like, on a... So there was a Hollywood Reporter article being like, oh. being like, this is what's happened, and Malika commented truth or so- something like that, and then Chloe commented underneath with all these shouting emojis, and then Malika unfollowed Jordan, just all this... Like, it's it's like pretty confirmed by the Kardashians but also yeah like Chris Jenner works harder than the devil this is what I want to bring up because there is like an amazing orchestration of these things like whenever you're like I, I feel I felt like last year after there was like Kylie's secret baby then that came out and then Chloe was pregnant and then that came out and then he cheated on her it was like yeah and Kim with the surrogate and Kim with the surrogate, it was like they just dominated the celebrity news cycle the whole year. But then at the end of that year, I was like, well, what, are they, what have they got now? They've got nothing in the 
Arsenal mm-hmm. when Kim announced she was having a fourth baby. Literally, no one cared. Yeah, like, and then they like tried to Kendall play it. Gen- like Kendall was going to announce she was a lesbian, and she just out- announced she had a campaign was proactive. Proactive, yeah, exactly. So there's, I, I was kind of like, oh, they're just running out of stuff now because the generational thing is now that the older ones aren't that interesting. The younger ones aren't going to do anything else. Then the super young ones are babies. So this, I kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of like, uh, is this real? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, okay, let's all just, what can we do? This is a, this is a thing. I don't know. I feel like I understand where you're, like, the thing is, is I'm like, yes, Christina is like, more powerful than god but i'm also <laughs> like a lot of the stuff that does happen to them is crazy stuff but it actually happens like tristan thompson yes. was actually caught cheating that all of those the day before she was going to give birth yeah, yeah all of them well i think like i think he was caught cheating and i think that maybe chris's part in it was keeping the tapes until chloe was about to pop even though that would be like the most horrible thing for a mother to do um and then i like i think she plays more of a part in it than we think but also like she didn't like, make Kylie get pregnant or make Chloe yeah. get pregnant at the same time. As far like, as we know, yeah. As far as we know. But, like, you know, I feel like the, the things do happen, but I think she she plays a part in how we, like, find out about them. But, then, yeah, this Jordan yeah. thing seems, like, very, very crazy because Jordan's entire being, her entire career, everything is off Kylie. And I just don't think you would do anything to ever, um, like, wreck that relationship. Talk about biting the hand that feeds you. Like it was, it's crazy. I and yeah, and the thing as well is that he's got the baby now, so he's he's just in there, like he's set mm. because he's the first. So they're not they're not going to get rid of him. Well, I yeah, I was thinking today that like, well, actually, my workmate floated this theory that like Kylie might stick with Jordan because they might come out and be like she was really really intoxicated and he took advantage of her and she's like just a 20 year old girl and blah 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 like I don't know I just I just was sort of like I can't imagine Kylie not ever being friends with Jordan like it would be like me and you but like we'd been friends as close as we are now for 10 years plus I was a billionaire and you lived at my house and we're friends and like and we did everything together we worked together we built our careers off each other and then suddenly one day you just sleep with my like sister's boyfriend. It just wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, it's so weird. I'm trying to look at her uh, Instagram comments now because I'm so interested in this. Oh, yeah, they're crazy. People are like... Are they? Yeah, people are going nuts. Oh, my God. Chris Jenner is coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> God, I just think with this family, nothing is ever accidental. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, well, it's, it's no, probably no coincidence. Like, maybe maybe it was a thing at the time that Jordan Woods was one of the people and Chris was like, let's keep that one in the bank for a rainy day. Yeah, and I also just don't think it would ever be, like, you have to be so, so stupid to hook up and, like, or have your arms around each other in a public place when you're those two people. Yeah, it's so strange. I wonder what will happen. Like, I'm really interested to see the fallout from this. Is there a thing? Is there a season coming out? I just yeah, feel like this is. is all just pro- yeah, this is all just promo for a season. There is, but like, yeah, I don't know how much. Like, they always you- they always come out around the time. Like Kim Kardashian always comes out in some like naked dress. Yeah. Oh, like- also, we should talk about that. Yeah. Can you explain that to me as well? Sorry. I've okay. Been- 
completely off the grid. So, like, I saw the dress, like, that she wore. Yeah. So, you know how Kim posted that vintage Mugler dress? Yes. Or, or like, one that's, like, I think they're re-releasing it or something, but it hasn't come out yet. She walked out wearing that, the one where, like, she's basically naked. Yeah. And then um, Fashion Nova released a knockoff of that dress, like, that night. Like, literally, like, five hours Uh after Kim stepped out wearing it. So then, like... She must have been in on it. Well, yeah. So the Instagram, like, Diet Prada... Um, which is a, an incredible Instagram account for anyone who doesn't follow it. You need to because it's like the biggest fashion juice on the planet. Grace is yeah. like friends with them. <laughs> he has a great DM relationship with they them. They were at Fashion Week. Ah. Oh. So they have been like doing this for weeks, like investigating it. And then it seemed to be confirmed the other day when a model who um, Fashion Nova used for the shoot, she shared, mm. um, she shared an Instagram story or like an or something showing the shoot, but she did it like two and a half hours before the dress was released. And then at the top, it was labeled Kim's dress. And oh. um, the and then if you zoom in, the date says that it was on the 14th of February. So it was like four days before Kim wore it. That is so juicy. Yeah. It makes so much sense because those all of those sites, like I go on to, I was writing a story at work recently about this whole like, sustainable shopping and anti-fast fashion and all that stuff and and i was going on some of these websites and i was like who would wear these clothes like they're like neon snakeskin high-waisted pants Mm. that cost seven dollars or crazy bodycon with crazy cutouts and it's obviously all just though that like kardashian fan continue yeah but it's also like like the the whole thing they do it's every single outfit the kardashians where they have it up on the site like within a day and it's one of those things where it's like even fast fashion and even having people in factories working overnight you wouldn't be able to produce something that fast so basically so so the theory diet ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It has is that Kim takes a photo of her wearing the dress sends it to them like four days, like a week ahead of her actually wearing it, stays the day she's going to wear it, gets a cut, and then they they make it and post it online. Because there's like, there's actually not really any other kind of solution to how that photo shoot happened four days before she even wore the dress. 
That is so outrageous if that's the case, if she's wearing designer clothes that she's being lent to wear. Yes. Even if she's buying them and yeah. then, like, helping shitty fast yeah, fashion brands not crazy. Like that's, That it's, is, it's, like, crazy. It's so controversial because she's, she's, like, quite well, like, she's super well-regarded in the fashion industry. Like, she's really turned her image around, especially when she got with yeah. Kanye. Now designers, like, all the designers, Balmain, everyone dress her. Like, yeah. she's supposed to be a huge supporter of them. She did come out on her Instagram stories and um, deny it. So she's, like... Really? Saying, yeah, so she's saying, like, it's devastating to see these fashion companies rip off designs that are, that have taken the blood, sweat, and tears of true designers who have put their all into their own fash- original ideas, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, don't believe everything <laughs> you read and see online. I don't have a relationship with any of these sites. I'm not leaking... Li- looks to anyone and i don't support what these companies are doing but it's like it's also like chloe like courtney kardashian has done a pretty little thing collaboration chloe kardashian has done like a boohoo like saying i have no affiliation with them is kind of bullshit yeah and also the fact that it was called kim's dress and uploaded four days before she wore it like how did that happen? That is such a juicy little tidbit. I love that. Mm. And can I just say, like, I don't. I know that people get bored by sustainability conversations or whatever, but there's like four hundred thousand tons of landfill of these shit clothes every year. I know. Like, it's such a hu- in, in just the UK. Like, it's such a huge thing. And the people thing- literally now buy dresses to wear on a Friday night and never wear again. Yeah, like it's and crazy. The thing for us so far, it's us is like. Yeah, like we love clothes and we work in the fashion industry, but we buy clothes that we have forever and we spend like a lot of money on nice items. And these clothes, people, are, yeah, they're literally spending like $10 on a dress and wearing it out on a Saturday night and then throwing it in the bin. Yeah, it's crazy. I went all on, the time. When I was researching that story, I went onto one of these sites and there was a snakeskin bodycon dress for $4. Yeah. What the fuck? Like four, it's like I, I can't even get a coffee for that. Yeah, how on earth can they they afford to do that? Like, it's so sad. And also then now all of these other retailers and, like, high actual high fashion is, like, losing so much business because people are just turning to brands where they can get something for $10. Like, why wouldn't you? They're probably and, it, and it's because people now feel like they have to wear something different every single time they go out. Yeah, for you Instagram. You know what I mean? So that, for Instagram, so it's like you'd rather spend the money on – a diff- like the same amount of money on a different thing every single Friday night for, you know, three months than one really good quality dress that you'll wear for years. Yeah. It's so interesting. I remember I got a voucher for one of these sites once and I went on to buy stuff and I got like really excited because I didn't know. I literally felt like I'd never even been on those sites before. And I just bought all this stuff. And when it came, I was like, oh, my God. Like, it literally squeaked. It was, like, plastic. Yes. It was so, it was so so horrible. These boots I got were, like, I just can't even tell you. Just and, fucked. And sometimes, like, like I just, uh, what I can't understand is how these Kardashians, because, like, a lot of the time the Kardashians are wearing really, really cheap brands. Like, I don't even, I don't, it's just not me. Like, yeah. I don't understand how if you had all the money in the world and, like, a hundred Birkins to choose from that you'd choose to wear something like that. And also like from the sustainability point of view as well, it's like you have the means to not do that. Yeah. It's an interesting question actually. Cause like, I know there's been like influencers and celebrities who get backlash for working with fast fashion companies. Like when I say fast fashion, I don't mean like Topshop and H and M, like they make a huge point to like 
have sustainability um, initiatives and like they're much more legit. They make legit yeah. clothes. I'm yeah. thinking about all these like crazy online retailers where you can buy a dress for like four dollars. Mm. Get a ship in a day, but you know how these like people get backlash for working with them, and is I'm like, is it? Are you in the wrong for collaborating with a brand like that? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But I just I feel like it's a bit. I feel like it's a bit unfair because it's like then you could say, okay, if someone collaborates with like, I don't know, McDonald's, they're bad people because they have high environmental waste like do you know what i'm just like where does the thing end i feel like and it's also like a lot of girls can only afford can't afford expensive high-end stuff so is it a bit Mm. i just find it funny because i honestly feel like the kardashians like as much as you can hate them you can or love them or whatever how much they've changed because we often talk about how much they've changed beauty and the fact that, like, you know, when we talked about the Botox and fillers, um, when we had the Botox and fillers episode and we were talking about how Kylie Jenner basically brought all of that in with the lip fillers and the, like, yeah. really kind of d- done, made-up look. And then, with, like, so they've changed, like, the entire beauty industry, especially with Kylie Cosmetics and even KKK yeah. Beauty, and now they've changed the entire fashion industry by, like... KKK. All- <laughs> what? KKK, did I say? KKK Beauty. Same thing. <laughs> Just <laughs> the white supremacist beauty line. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> just lots and lots of, like, highlighter. Um, but now they've changed the whole fashion industry as well and, and, like, with all these fast fashion giants. Yeah. No, they have. It's so interesting. It's I think because we're, we're not – us and people, we don't really know people that are in that, like, Kardashian orbit who, no. like, worship at the altar of them and love their style and their aesthetic. Like, it's quite far removed from us and the people we know. So it's kind of interesting that there's literally millions and millions and millions of women who are like, I love their look. Yeah, I read a Guardian piece a while ago talking about how, like, they can sell anything. And it, and a lot of the girls who, they, they interviewed a lot of girls who buy things literally based, like Kylie Jenner will wear something, they'll buy that that night and wear it out that night. And they were just saying they know that it's not fashionable. Mm-hmm. They just, they think the Kardashians are just sexy. Like they just think it's sexy outfits and they know uh, that it's like not fashion. Like they don't maybe particularly think they even look that great. Like they might even think they look weird, but they just think like because a Kardashian wears it, it, it just makes it sexy, which is what they uh, want to be. It's so interesting. We're like... The opposite. I know. (laughs) So, so far from sexy. It's like not even in our orbit. I know. So, I have something Um, else exciting to tell you. Yes. Reese Witherspoon has bought the movie rights for Sally Rooney's Normal People book. Okay, so you lent me this before I flew, and I literally read the in, almost the entire thing. I've got like two chapters to go on the plane here. Do you love and it? And I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I wonder how she will make it into a movie. I think it'll be really, really yes. good. Yes, I agree. I think it'll be good as well. It'll I be think hard it's... to kind of convey everything, but. I felt like a bit torn because sometimes I didn't really like Marianne. 
Yeah, Did I know. Her or not? Yeah. Like, sometimes I just feel like she was that girl that you're like, ugh. Yeah, she can be just pretty annoying and, like, very self-involved, but aren't we all? Yeah, just, like, you know, like, just throws herself on him when he has a girlfriend and he's, like, so dramatic and, like, but then other times I really like her. Mm, I love him. Isn't it, like, a thing that people, like, in love with him, even though he's a character? Really? Like, I read about that. There's, like, a weird thing around him. I'm in love with him. Yeah, he's, like... The dream boyfriend. Um, and I know I talked about it last week, but I've actually finished now Michelle Obama's Becoming book. It's a big slog. Like, it's a massive book. Yeah, I can see it behind you. It's very thick. It's as thick as my head. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got... Wait, let's go, back. let's go back to normal people and talk about who we want to play the roles. Oh. Well, I can't... Do you not think... Um... Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't... The first person that popped into my head, but I don't really actually think I want him to play it, was Noah Centineo or whatever. I think it needs uh, to yeah. be someone, like, a bit older. Yeah, I was thinking, like, do you know that guy Jamie Bell? Yes, I think so. Let me look. And he's married to Kate Mara. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he, yeah, I feel like he could be the vibe. Like, he's, like, good looking, but not super hot, you know? Yeah. And who would be Marianne? My friend is really good at this. I can't yeah, even think of what like, she looks like. Oh, because she gets like, so she's like not that good looking in high school and she gets good looking at uni, but she's still quite yeah. quirky. Yeah. Okay. Who are some English actresses? <laughs> Maggie Smith is the first one that came up. That would be good. Yeah. Or like, Irish. For, for, oh, imagine for, if it was Cersei Ronan. Cersei. Oh my God. How cute. Because she, she's Irish. Idea. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be Irish. Yeah. That's super cute. Or um, Felicity Jones. Yeah, I love her. That could be a bit of a vibe. Not Amelia Clark. I don't know. I don't no. really want her. I love her on Game of Thrones, but in any other film, I'm like, stop raising your eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed that? She raises her eyebrows like yeah, crazy. Yeah, she's like so expressive in the face. Yeah. Um, Like in the film, Be Before You. Have you seen that? I know. I cried so much in that movie, even though I didn't like it that much. Yeah, I read the book and cried so much in the book. And then I watched the movie and I cried so much again. And then I watched it with Anton and he was crying. Was he? Yeah. yeah. It just, like, did something, it just, like, did something to my emotions. I love that I actor. <laughs> What's his name? Sam. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. Bar. I feel like he could be um, in Normal People. Sam Cleflin. He's a bit handsome, though, don't you think? Yeah. But isn't he supposed to be handsome? Yeah, I guess. He's supposed to be the handsome, cool guy, and she's supposed to be not that Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the table's turn. Yeah, that's true. I wonder when it will come out. Because you know how you find out a book's coming out, and you're like, yay, but then it comes out in, like, 2024, and then you're like, oh, I won't care about it then. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, like, 50. So I watched um, – I've had really bad jet lag, like, really bad. And I – there was one day a couple of days ago where I woke up at 4, I couldn't get back to sleep, and then it was just – the biggest day of my life. I had to file like five stories, go to all this stuff. And I just got into bed and was trying to finish writing this story. And it was like 8 p.m. and I couldn't keep my eyes open. So I turned the TV on. And it was this like special report about Grimfell. I wish I didn't watch it. It just ruined my so life. sad. But it's crazy. I don't know if you knew this. I didn't know any of this. But there's been this huge investigation into the fire department because 
they think that they acted really disorganized and poorly when it happened. And they've since found out they could have evacuated the whole building in seven minutes, but they kept everyone in there for two to three hours. And people were calling me like, my building is on fire. And they were literally being told, stay in your room. It's safer to stay in your room than to leave. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, like, the Greenfell Tower just, like, it's just so fucking horrific. It's um, basically no one, none of the firefighters had been taught how to do a mass evacuation. It's, like, not in their training. So nobody on the ground even suggested it. And then they have this video footage of people down on the, it's so sad, people down on the street being like, get them out. What are you doing? They're, like, screaming at the firefighters. They're, like, they can see them up in the thing and they're, like, get them out of the building. And they just don't do anything. Oh, my they're, God. They're, like, they're trying to put the fire out. And they're, like, the whole thing is up, going up in flames. And then the the fire, like, services commissioner guy, the guy who is the head honcho, is interviewed for the piece. And the guy is, like, why didn't you evacuate? And he's, like, at that point, we had no idea of how fast the fire was spreading. So we didn't want to check. We didn't want to be, what's the word? Like dramatic. Yeah, we didn't want to create panic too early. And the the interviewer was like, I'm not being funny, but like we're going to cut this together with footage of the building literally going up in flames in like an hour. Like how can you say that now? And they're basically just denying any. They're saying, oh, it was a freak accident. There's nothing we would have done differently. We wouldn't change anything. And then all the firefighters who were on the ground are, like, super traumatized because they were just getting no direction. It's, cr- it's crazy. Like, it's so, so, so awful. And there was this one guy who they played his, like, 909, whatever, emergency call. And he was with his wife who was eight months pregnant and his two daughters. And he's like, my wife's heavily pregnant and she's asthmatic. Like, what do we do? And the, you know how those emergency services people, like, I know they're taught to be very emotionless, but it just sounds so horrible when you're listening back to it. And she's just like, yeah, 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 I know. Just stay in your room. Like, you keep calling. Just stay in your room. And he's like, at one point, he's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, the fire's burst into the into the house. Like, essentially burst into their bedroom. And she's like, oh, the fire, like, the firefighters are there, are they? And he's like, no, the fucking fire is in our house. So he's like, all right, girls. They all run down the staircase. Um, and he was like, it was so lucky that all of the lights are out because we would have seen all of our neighbors and friends, like, on the staircase dead. Oh, my God. Were they just, like, jumping over them? Yeah, they were just stumbling, trying to, trying to get down the stairs as quickly as they could. His wife was eight months pregnant. And then you hear him on the phone, and he's like, um, because he gets out and his kids aren't there and he's like screaming on the phone it's so awful but luckily they all got out but he only got out because he ignored the fire department and just ran outside yeah i i've um seen an interview with another guy who was like thankfully he was like awake for some reason and yeah they were like stay in your room and he just grabbed his little his like girlfriend's daughter so his stepdaughter his little five-year-old daughter wrapped her in a blanket and like just sprinted out of the house and they and then like it just burst up the stairs right as they were leaving oh my god i just feel like i would be such a like i'm such a stressor in those situations that i would listen to the authorities like i'd be like no no no, we've got to do what they say we've got to stay and then i'd just die yeah well and they did something like there was another guy who was talking to his friend on the phone to her and he was like to the firefighters i'm on the phone to her like why can't you go get her 
She's in apartment 113 or 133. And then he spoke to them like 20 minutes later and the guy was like, oh, yeah, we already went to 133 and got everyone out. And he was like, you didn't. I'm on the phone to her. She's still in there. And they went up to the room that had eight people in it and got four people out and then just left. I was like, how is that possible? What? So they didn't realize how many people were in the room. They only got half the people out and the other four died. Oh, my God. Like, it was a shit show. So crazy. So there's going to be, like, a big – they had all this footage of this, like, royal inquiry. And there's going to yeah. be, like, a big – I knew there was a massive thing uh, because of them not having fucking smoke detectors and all of the people who, like, were in there and all the people who lost their kids and stuff were having to testify. It was just – like, I was reading some of them and it was just making me so sad. Because I remember, like – for us, when this stuff happens, we're at work and we're having to cover it. And, like, I know that doesn't sound that crazy being, like, across the world and actually seeing it on a computer screen. But it's fucking devastating because you're having to read through all these horrific stories like as it's happening. Like, I was covering the whole thing, watching the uh. flames get bigger and bigger. And I was just like, oh, my God. It was the same with the Manchester attack. Like, it went from being, like, yeah, when that happened. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, when that happened, it went from being, like, oh, my God, something's happened at Ariana Grande's concert oh, no, wait, false alarm. Like, it was just, like, someone was like, oh, no, it was just balloons or something going off. Oh, sound then, equipment or yeah, something? And then it was like, yeah, and then it was yeah. like, no, 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 something's happened. And then it was like, no, 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 it's fine. And then it was like, no, everyone's dead. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's so fucked. It's actually so traumatic. I think we don't have, like, when I was watching that, I was like, this is just so crazy because I don't feel like we have tragedies we obviously, like, the thing, Manus and now ruin these horrific things in Australia, but we don't have news stories to that extent here like you do in the UK and the US. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, an apartment block goes on fire and 72 people die. Like, that is fucking insane. Yeah, it's so like, crazy. That would be the biggest news story in Australia for, like, five years. And how, um, yeah, like, I don't know, just all these, like, people were calling and, like, someone, this woman was Facebook living the whole thing. It's just, like, hell. Yeah, this is the, yeah. That's the thing now as well, right? Because everyone's like tweeting and stuff. You're getting everything in real time. Um, my dad just got back in. <laughs> hi, dad. Hi, dad. Oh yeah. <laughs> there Special he is. podcast guest. <laughs> Our first guest on the show. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, should we wrap it up and you go explore the rest of your London days? Um, and I will yes. see you when you get back. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Yes. We've had a few like nice cool reviews from um the UK and the US recently. And the first- I I've, I've really been spreading the word since I got here. I'm like, "Hi, I'm Grace O'Neill and I have a podcast." The Let's thing is as well that people won't realize because obviously they don't have podcasts and probably don't care as much as us, but like if you're in Australia, you can only see reviews from Australia. And if you're in New Zealand, yes. you can only see reviews from New Zealand, which I think is the most crazy thing ever, but so, like, in the UK, yeah. we probably have, like, two reviews, but whatever. Yeah, I'm going to have a look. Also, our new picture hasn't pulled through in the UK. 98 ratings, it says. Oh, that's probably still Oz. I, oh, yeah, I think my phone hasn't updated. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's talk about the, tech- put in the technical listen. stuff later. Um, bye. Have a safe trip okay, bye, back. everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.